Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp through this life together. My name is Clint, and I'm here with uh, a pastor of mine, Pastor Dave Rhymes. He's the pastor of Family Discipleship at the church that Zach and I attend, and you'll notice that it's a different voice doing the intro this week. That's uh, because Zach is is out, and so we're the revolving door of guests and, and host continues. Uh, but we're grateful that that Pastor Dave took the time to be with us to talk about a topic very near and dear to his heart as the pastor of family discipleship. And that's, and that topic is how can we as Christians and those who have a Christian worldview minister to and best um, reach families when in our society, the emphasis on a family, at least in the traditional sense, traditional model, one, two parents, mom and a dad, children looks so much different. And so just to kind of get your, get your wheels uh, greased on this, let's talk about some of the different types of families that we see today that maybe weren't as prevalent when Christianity, it's, especially in our traditions, set out family ministry. So yeah. what, yeah, what so comes to mind when you think about the different types of families? Well, you definitely do have different expressions of family. So when you look at, at family, you have to really start, okay, well, how are we defining family? And so as believers, you know, we go back to Scripture. So family is part of God's design and creation. So how does God define a family? And so I think in Scripture you have two main types of families that God gives to us. Uh, one would be what we, like, most would call like the traditional or nuclear family, like mom, dad, and the kids, right? Um, and we see the, how the effects of sin begin to break that down. And which is why we have different types of families that derive from that original design. But then we also have the family of the church. We have the family of God that was given to us through the redemptive work of Christ. And while as the family as God designed it is marred by sin, the family of God is one that will endure for all time. Mm. And so while in the new heaven and new earth, we won't have traditional family, you know, right. but we'll still have the family of God. We'll have each other. And so we kind of look at it from those two perspectives. And so while we do see that, that nuclear family of mom, dad, and the kids being something that God has designed and desires, we also understand that there are other expressions that, that branch off of that. Right. So you have divorce that enters in. And so creating uh, families that are separated, um, where you've got mom and dad no longer living together, no longer married. Uh, kids may be involved in that. You have uh, step-parent mm-hmm. si- situations. Yeah, where families are yeah. blended families. Blended families. Um, you also have single-parent families. And there's a whole lot of reasons why families are divorced, people are single, families are blended. Um, you know, it, from bad decisions to death, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... That gives us these expressions of families. And there's a whole bunch of dynamics that fall into that. And honestly, you know, what we just mentioned, I mean, if we're kind of honest, we look at it, that is kind of how we look at families, mainly from our, uh, you know, middle-class white background. You get into family dynamics in some minority cases, and family Sometimes it almost takes on a, a, a dirty word, yeah. Right? And so you've got 
people that grow up having never lived in a home with a man because of, you know, certain interior and exterior circumstances that have added more complexity and challenges to families in minority communities. And so you, you don't want to sit there and go, well, we're talking about different expressions of family. Let's just look at what you and I are mm. used to. Right. We also have to kind of talk to our other brothers and sisters in Christ and say, well, how has family been for you? Right. Because we don't want to, I, I always want to champion God's design for family. Right. Of course. But I don't want that to be an idol and, and a, prevent you from and be a reaching block. out to someone else right. who that hasn't been their experience. Yeah. And so I'll be honest. I mean, sometimes I even struggle. Um, I mean, I struggle is not the right word, but I just kind of debate some in my, my own mind. You about, wrestle. I wrestle. <laughs> yeah. Since we wrestle with the angels, I wrestle in my own mind. Yeah. Even just about the, the title of mm-hmm. what I do right. know, as, as a pastor of family discipleship and the idea of family ministry. Uh, I still hold to that. Uh, ultimately, mainly because of the beauty of what God intends, but also in the wonderful gift of grace in God's family. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't come from a family that resembles God's design for family, you can still become part of a family that is in many ways, um, I don't want to use the word superior, right? but is going to be even far more foundational for your life, you you may never recover. Yeah, it's not as if our our view of God is so low yeah. that we think He only works right in these most perfect of circumstances. Right. So you you may never you may never get to mom, dad, and the kids. You may be a single mom and single dad for the rest of your life. Your kids may grow up in that. Your kids themselves may go through um, things that don't put them in a traditional family situation, but. If we have a good, healthy church family, I think that fills in a lot of the gaps yeah. and, and provides a place for people to belong and experience some of those relationships, albeit they're different. You know, I can't be someone's dad biologically, except to my two girls. Right. But I can serve as, you know, kind of like a secondary father figure yeah, spiritual or, father. or big, yeah. big brother, uncle type mm-hmm. figure in someone's life. Yeah. A that, positive re- yeah, male role model. That, and that's, that's needed. And I think we, we definitely need that um, regardless. Right. I mean, once upon a time, families were always extended. You mm-hmm. had those relationships like right there in the same home, if not the same home. I mean, they were right a few doors down. Yeah. And now because we all move away, rarely do we live in the place where we grew up. And so, Grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles—they may be hours, if not whole time zones, separated from from you. Even if you have a good relationship with them, and so within the church family, suddenly you have all these spirituals, spiritual brothers and sisters, and moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas that are available to you throughout the week. And while your biological family might not be able to be there for you, just because of the way our society is today, your spiritual family is still there. And so I think when we talk about going out into society and talking about family, I think we have to be really careful that we're not trying to say that you're, you're only acceptable to God if your family fits mm. his design. Cause yeah. none of our families do. Oh, look, 
I'm married to one woman. I have two children. So you very much fit that. I fit that. But here's the deal. I don't always act as I should as a father or a husband. So I, I still break down that image of the traditional biblical family and your you wife works that. too right so I mean, you're both out of the out of the home yeah. so it's even even 50 years ago yeah it would have been that would be seen as not traditional yeah true because because of that yeah so there's no such thing as a perfect family yeah there i mean god's design is the standard we hold out there and we want to acknowledge that but we don't want to make it sound as if by having a spouse <clears throat> and your and kids that everything's right. There are right. some people who have that and their marriage and their family's a mess. Yeah. And so it's really, you have to look to Christ in any expression of family. So if you're a single mom and you're trying to raise your kids, well, number one, you're a superhero. Absolutely. <laughs> if, if you're doing that. Any single parent. Yeah. And, but what you need ultimately is not a spouse. You know, it's okay for you to seek that. Yeah. But ultimately what you need is you need Christ yeah. to um, give you a proper sense of identity that you're not half a person because mm-hmm. you're a single parent, but also that for all the things that you go through that are going to be unique to you, uh, Christ understands. Like he he gets it. He's the, he's there through the struggles, and he's there through some of those those nights when maybe you do want to throw in the towel, mm-hmm. and he's there for those celebrations when all that crazy hard work has paid, paid off, off and, yeah. and, you, and you get to see this this victory in the life of a child. Um, so I think that's the important thing for, for us is don't elevate the family to the level of idol, but make sure that we're willing to work within these families in a way that they can see how Christ needs to undergird what they're doing. And from a church perspective, that means we have to be diverse in our approach to families. Mm-hmm. And so it's not cookie cutter. It's not cookie cutter. It's not cookie cutter. You know, so it's it's easy to go out there and do programming and do events for the nuclear family. Mm. But are we equipped to actually speak into the life of a blended family where you've got a mom and a dad who have previous marriages and maybe even kids that have had to come together, mm. okay? And speak to their challenges. Are are we too far removed from that? Do we have enough? Um, do we have enough resources to help us walk through those with them? Because yeah, do he, we have do we have a category a category for that in yeah. our ministry? Yeah. Because I've never been divorced. Right. Um, I don't know what it's like to live. I have to work through those relationship dynamics. You know where that's not my biological yeah. son. And, and yet I've I'm got in charge of them. I'm in charge of them. Yeah. And so you know, I, and I have to try to develop that to where I don't always show unfair favoritism to my biological kids, you know, over the, yeah. the, the, the stepchild or whatever. I don't know what that's like personally. And so um, do I arm myself with the right resources to help that family out? Or do I just let them just kind of sit quietly on the margins yeah. and wish somebody was addressing these things and helping them through it? Because all I'm really doing is championing, mom, dad, kids, staying together, loving each other forever, when that's not everyone's reality. Yeah, I I like the point you made is an important one, too, because not only do we want to be attractive to these differing types of families for the reason that we want them to to feel like they have a sense of belonging, 
but there's work to be done. Right. Yeah. And I think we fool ourselves if we think these non-traditional family models don't have any input to give they should have to the input. church. So yeah. what better? I mean, we would, we would say that we want blended families yeah. in, in the, in the body of Christ in the church uh, at large, because no one knows how to minister in the needs of those groups better than the people who are living it. It's exactly right. And so I would advocate, um, and it's one thing that I keep a close eye on myself and for our own church and how do we best do this is making sure that there's good representation on leadership teams when it comes to family from single parent households, blended households, uh, you know, whatever, whatever diverse family expression that you have. Right. Right. Grand, can, can you, grandparents who are yeah, guardians or, of their grandkids. And, are they represented yeah. so that they can speak into that? So if, if I only have on my leadership team the traditional design of family, right? I will never be effective in helping others walk the journey of life in their expression of family right. in a way that honors Christ and helps them to to make the most of their relationship with their children, their relationship with their their spouse, if they're a blended family, and how to do all that in a God-honoring way so that yeah. they are being formed in Christ-likeness and also that they're being a witness to others because you, right. you just need their voice <clears throat> at the table. Because chances are these families know other families who who well, fit the same birds mold. Of the, birds right? of a feather, right? Yeah. And in, and in our context, we're, we're a church who's right in the city center of a large ur- urban or medium-sized urban yeah. um, population. Yeah. And so there are, it's very likely that the traditional family model of a mom and dad and kids is in the, is the minority of what we experience. I would say that's probably accurate. If yeah. you just go on what some of the statistics are these days. Yeah. And, I mean, if half of yeah. marriages end in divorce. Yeah those marriages have children involved. Yeah. So you, you want when, when someone like that walks into your church and they see that you have family ministry, they want to see themselves represented. Mm. Um, and they, they should be represented yeah. and they should, they should be able to find easily how they fit into that. Yeah. Cause it wouldn't do any good to say you're welcome here, but we really don't want your opinion yeah, on how to reach right. you. Well, you're, you know? you're, you're welcome here. <laughs> if you could just get a little bit closer into the circle, yeah, please. Yeah. Right. And so we, we need to, ha- we're glad you're here, but we really don't want to hear about how we can best right. reach you. Yeah. It's just pure luck that yeah. you ended so up we, here. We honor what scripture teaches. I mean, yeah. God's, God's the one who speaks into the design of the family, but God is also the one who just dumps grace into our laps when family falls apart and we have to sort of through his strength, pick up the pieces and move on. Um, you know, Whatever, whatever sin may have led to some of these circumstances, the Bible is clear there's forgiveness for that. Yeah. And so the church needs to be a, a family that offers grace and is, is aware that there are other expressions. And we shouldn't just go, you know, I, I, I think family has become more idolized than it should be um, over the past couple of decades mm-hmm. within evangelicalism. I get that we want to uphold family biblically. Yeah. I get that. Absolutely. But not at the expense of people who in some cases do not falter their own. Exactly. In some cases 
It is their it fault. It is their fault, yeah. But they they are dealing with some broken situations, and Christ is for the broken. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we can love them, help them, and give them equal attention and guidance and discipleship as we would to a traditional family without having to elevate one over the other. And it's a challenge. I'm not going to lie. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm speaking words here. Words are easy and cheap. <laughs> but to do it, it, it it's, it's got to be intentional. Yeah. And that's what we want to do today. We want to be intentional as the family of God about reaching families, no matter what they look like, for God. And so and until next time, may the Lord make us a channel for his peace. <laughs>